get rhythm when you get the blues come on get rhythm when you get the blues I'm here to talk to you about a very important public safety issue. The rhythm is still at large. Each year, 20,000 new Americans get caught by the rhythm's intoxicating vibes. And you could be next. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms, the podcast about the music less traveled by this pop-obsessed host, Amy, who can't spell psychedelic still, and... Me, Jason, the psychedelic rock and disco aficionado. It's really good that we just have that saved on the show sheet. Well, yeah, that way I don't have to remember it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have to try to spell it. There's a lot of P's and S's and C's and H's and C's and P's and L's and... No, there's like... X's and K's. Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot in there. I'm sorry about that. Y's. So, what's up this week? I've been been working a lot except for today. I'm planning a trip back to Florida to see my sister, which is during July 4th, so it's going to be the hottest time of the year. I'm going to Florida. Florida's hotter in August. I'm sure it is, but... Is she near any of the coast? Yeah, Jacksonville's on the beach. You'll be fine then. Uh, it's still Florida. I don't trust it. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you're near the beach, there should be some wind. But if the wind stops, you know. Uh, I have been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. That's good. I haven't played in a while. And I'm trying really hard to stay off my phone now. I installed this thing called Moment, which tells you how much time you spend on your phone. So my goal is to not stare aimlessly at the phone for more. Your iPhone tells you how long you are on it. Well, yeah, it does. But this actually like tells you like how much is your most used apps and stuff. It's not just the uh, times in the battery thing. It, like, yeah, it's more interesting. There's a gauge involved. You don't have to add up all the minutes that you spent on it. Sounds too fancy for me. It's easy, but I'm trying to keep it below an hour a day. And that's what I'm doing. And Good job. I started knitting a sweater. This is the perfect season to have a sweater. It's the perfect season to knit a sweater. <laughs> it's not necessarily the perfect season to wear one. I, I spun all the yarn, too, because I'm a nerd. I, I didn't watch you spin all the yarn, but I have seen what you have with the sweater so far. It's pretty fabulous. Yeah, it's it's like down to near the bottom of the sternum now. So And Ella's, Ella's socks, they were the talk of brunch last Sunday. Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, I made those too. So um, I forgot last week to talk about the fact that I was on Eureka Podcast. Sorry, Craig. Sorry, Jeremy. Well, let's talk about it now. Yeah. What, so, did, what did y'all talk about? We, we talked about a few things. Craig has an amazing amount of concerts he's going to. And so he saw Thursday on a Tuesday and then got home on a Wednesday <laughs> and he saw Coheed and Cambry. He's going to be seeing Lady Excellent. he's going to see Lady Gaga. Sweet. Yeah. Craig's not super excited about it, but Jeremy's pretty excited about it. And then we talked about a few of the more like minute details because their show is a lot about, you know, just talking and stuff. So I talked about I watched Scream for the first time and the Blair Witch Project for the first time. Welcome to the 90s. <laughs> I actually still have not seen the Blair Witch Project. It looked too dumb. Oh, it's on Netflix now. 
I will avoid it there too. Well, you, if you have a really big screen, I think it'd be effective. Oh, well, you know that my roommate has a projector. Yeah. So what you need to do is sit really close to the wall that it's on. But so we talk about that and we talk about a few things that happened in Memphis, like the week of the show. I think that was episode 219. Wow. 219. Where, uh, where can you find Eureka podcast? Well, Eureka podcast, they have a Twitter, which is at Eureka podcast or a Eureka pod. I'd have to double check on that one. I think it's at Eureka Podcast. Right. And then Jeremy is at Ain't No Swayze on Twitter. And Craig is an average Gatsby. Those are like the best Twitter names in the world. <laughs> it's way cooler than mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like kind of jealous. I was like, I wish I'd been that clever whenever I came up with my Twitter. Mine's just to match everything else of mine. Mine is a unique username and that I don't use it on any other form of social media or as a login. Uh, it was a nickname given to me. Well, mine was probably, I was watching a lot of Lady Gaga and I had to come up with a YouTube, <laughs> like a YouTube name. And so I came up with Madam Woolite because I like wool. Because you have to have a Gmail login in order to, to see like the sign into YouTube. Right. And to see stuff that's like 18 plus. Right, right. And I had to prove that I was over 18, so I had to have a login. So then that's where all the Madam Woolite came from. He also, he did a great uh, suggestion for this week, and we'll go ahead and play it here. You pointed out on the Facebook group that, hey, Amy, this is his selection. <laughs> and then I went and listened to it. I was like, hold on. This is really just the beginning of Eureka podcast. Yes. <laughs> so clever. Pen- Pennsylvania by the Bloodhound Gang. That is, their, that is their show song that they start their show with. And it always makes me happy when I'm running and I listen to that. And I'm like, you are, you are a screech. You are. Okay. Yeah. I should learn the words by now. <laughs> it's a good song. I gave it a spin. What is the theme this week, Jason? Rhythm. And rhythm. This is kind of an homage to Jason, the drummer. Thank you. Thank you very much. Because you got rhythm. I do got rhythm <laughs> when I get the blues. <laughs> by the way, everyone, rhythm is spelled R-H-Y-T-H-M, rhythm. But if you look at the word too long, it just definitely doesn't look spelled right. It it looks crazy, actually. I spelled it correctly from the get-go, but then the longer I started looking at it, the more I was like, is there like another vowel or a vowel? Depends on how you view why. That that was insane. But But yeah. I just I just wanted to throw that out there. Let's see. So why is it important, Amy? Well, I just figured you got rhythm and I couldn't think of anything for a theme and i was like what would jason like jason likes rhythm because he's a drummer i do and i think honestly if you had made it just about drums uh i think we would have gotten a lot more suggestions maybe some weirder ones i really like all the songs that everybody picked this week though well i i didn't know what i was gonna pick because honestly i put the i put the blocks that i wouldn't pick a gloria estefan song you know the one 
Uh, there's two. Well, rhythm is going to get you is one. Yes. Turn the beat around is the other one. But I wasn't going to use that one. Well, then I, put, then I put then I put a moratorium on turn the beat around along with Todd Rundgren's bang the drum all day. Still don't think that's a real name. It's a real name. He's real, Amy. I know Spin did an article about it, but I don't think he's real. He's real. And so I thought of you and I came up with this one because we didn't have any suggestions for themes. So I was like, I'm not going to put another poll up because we might have to do a whole theme about polls. And I was <laughs> figured nah. it's a re- it's a really good suggestion because rhythm is something that is throughout life. So nature has rhythm. Rhythm is in everything. You can't <laughs> deny it. And I wanted to mention if no one's seen this documentary, it's called "The Heart Is a Drum Machine." Basically, you never really see the interviewer. Uh, whoever is filming this is going around asking celebrities, mostly musicians. Like, what does music mean to you or relating the heart to being a drum machine? There's a really great song at the end by Maynard and Steve Drozd. Okay. Check that out. So, Jason, this is your theme. What'd you bring? I actually did a little research and I had no idea this song existed, but this is Jump on the Rhythm and Ride by Cool in the Game. It's just a positive message about dancing and having fun. There's no more or less to it. I feel like they missed an opportunity by saying giddy up, giddy up, and then <laughs> use a guitar or any twanginess. There's no banjo or guitar, but you say giddy up. I'm like, bring out your lassos, man. Bring out your lassos. I think that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> That's just the cow person in you. <laughs> and apparently the early 90s, that, that love of saxophones comes through. It, yes. I don't know yes. what happened in the early 90s that caused saxophones to be like the instrument. Was it just because of Bill Clinton? <laughs> no, but this did come out in 1992, right the after same, his... The same year that everyone was introduced to Bill Clinton and his saxophone. I actually almost saw him in Hot Springs, Arkansas in 92 on that campaign trail. I saw him while he was president. Uh, my parents didn't like uh, Democrats, so we didn't go to that speech. Have you told them yet? They know. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at my Facebook profile, it says uh, political affiliation, space liberal. <laughs> anyway, um, Amy? Yeah? I have no idea who your artist is. Could you explain this to me? <laughs> this is, um, it looks like three exclamation points, but you call it chick, 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 and their song is... Jamie, my intentions are base.
So I went through quite a few songs. I was going through a list of like recent releases, and this is a band that released an album this year. But I went back into their catalog and found this one. I thought you would appreciate the disco. I don't know much about them other than this. I want to hear more. Right, but you heard the disco-y sound, right? Uh, to me, it's more funk than disco, but we'll discuss that on another show. Me. Your your intentions were great, though. <laughs> My intentions were bass. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was a fun play on the word because he's kind of, I think it's like kind of a wink at being B-A-S-E as in like bass as in carnal. And it's bass as in B-A-S-S. But the weirdness factor of the song really like charmed me and also the name of the band. Yeah, it it is interesting. And if at at the front of the song was actually someone saying, "But uh, uh, it looks like ex- three exclamation points," and it's like, "No, it's chick chick chick." Right, which I actually thought was chick 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 when I first saw it. <laughs> How does it go again? <laughs> I was, you, no you sound like you're trying to open a can sprite. <laughs> But I, I liked that. It, I knew that this was a song you would like. It's it's definitely good. And I want to now research. I want to go down the rabbit hole with. Yeah, I think it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Guess who came through with the songs about the oddly spelled word rhythm? I have no idea. Who could it be? Our ear buddies. Oh, lots of great suggestions. This this is awesome. Did it make you all squishy inside? Uh, yeah. Um, and something you had touched on at another point was the fact that um, not only did we get songs that have the word rhythm in the title mm-hmm. or where in the lyrics a person speaks about quote-unquote rhythm itself, we also got some suggestions that were about weird rhythms mm-hmm. that don't include the word rhythm anywhere. They were rhythmic. Right. So first up, we have Asia. She brought us Rip Van Winkle by Casket Lottery. this like aesthetic that i loved in high school and it's just really fun i kind of want to dig through a pile of vinyls and find this album because this is like i've just built this image in my head that that is where i need to find this album you probably will uh do you like it so much because it's kind of emo-ish yes i 
I thought about you when I listened to it for sure. Um, I really liked the playful beat and the time changes. I didn't analyze it further to see what the time changes were. These guys are mixing it up. It's a, it's a damn good song. I think so too. Also, like a million points for like an awesome band name, Casket Lottery. Like, casket hey, lottery. you just won the casket. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Who's up next, Jason? Uh, our ear buddy, Bob brought us one of my favorite musicians of all time, Mickey Hart with Udu Chant. enjoyed this instrumental it's kind of ambient in a way but with beats mickey hart himself is very into world music and playing different drums and stuff there's a lot of different instruments in this but udu chant specifically refers to it's kind of an african vessel but it has a hole in the front of it well i thought it was kind of playful it was it's kind of like a gleeful instrumental in the recording of it you can kind of hear the space that it was recorded in which i thought was like a nice addition to it i'm glad that you said it cuz i was going to call it ud utu chant cuz i was like everything's capitalized i don't know yeah i think i think he's referring to the udu i don't know uh so who's up next uh next up is rachel's suggestion the band is death and the song is Where Do We Go From Here? Are you bald pretenders and your freaky contenders trying to be the first? In my own opinion, you are not defending you. You are the first. Time. 
Mosh time, mosh time. I'm having a fun time in the mosh pit. Let's overthrow the status quo. That's how I felt about this song. Um, I like it. This is, to me, this is like fun punk. Well, it's playful punk. Um, it's not very menacing, uh, which is, you know, it's like kind of, it's a, was an alternative type of punk. If you can be an alternative punk or pop punk. It's not really pop punk, but it's. No, it's, no but no. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's. It was delightful and still overthrow the status quo. We very nice punk mosh punk mosh. <laughs> so who do we have next? We have silver suggestion by Sarah Vaughn. I got rhythm. I got rhythm. I got music. I got my man who could ask for anything more. I got daisies in green pastures. I got my man who could ask for anything more. What a classic tune. It's a nice, fast swing version of this song. There are hundreds of versions of this song, probably. And no offense to Ella, but Sarah kills it. Don't make me set Ella on you. You're, you're talking about your daughter. She could take you. I'm sure she could. I'm, I'm pretty sure Ella Fitzgerald could take you, too. Pretty sure she's dead. She could still take you. Probably. Still, this is a very good version. <laughs> 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 and... um. I like that Sarah Vaughn implies the beat with just her voice in her singing at the beginning. You mean the people snapping their fingers aren't implying the beat? Well, no, but the way she's using her voice really does push the beat, not just the snapping. Right. You're, she's truly leading the song herself. She's the person in charge. Right. Like the snapping is kind of the percussion of it. But there's still a lot that's going on with her vocals that are, that's really pushing the rhythm of the song, even though she's singing about rhythm, too. <laughs> it's not just her talking about rhythm. No, but she's got it. Who could ask for anything more? So, Latasha, uh, speaking of songs with awesome rhythm and lots of different instruments, Latasha brought us Fela Kuti's Zombie. The song is 12 minutes long. Why? <laughs> it's very playful. 
It's very fun. I was like listening to it, and then I looked down. And I was like, 12 minutes long. It's so long." <laughs> I like zombies. Uh, this interested me on its own, and there are a lot of different instruments here. There's a few, maybe two or three. No. Seven. Several. Sixteen. Maybe. <laughs> It was a fun song. My ears aren't that good, believe it or not. What? 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 Who's next? Next up is our unpaid intern, Jojo. And he brought us 7-4 Shoreline by Broken Social Scene. Jojo, this is killer. Um, I'm glad we chose this one out of your suggestions. Uh, it's a really cool time signature. It's rarely used except in jazz. And in Money by Pink Floyd. Well, right. That's my one Pink Floyd knowledge thing. That's all I've got. I, I just really enjoyed this. I, I'm, this is very generic. Um, what I'm about to say is that it kind of has an indie sound. What does that really mean? But, it's better than most coffee shop bands. Right. Well, that's the way I hear it is that this is an indie sound. Well, anybody can win me over with the fuzzy vocals mm-hmm. of a female. It always makes me happy. <laughs> the style of singing makes me happy. And so I started listening to it and I instantly smiled. Well, that's very nice. Um, JoJo talking about 7-4 time signature made me think of my favorite song in 13-4 time signature. Is that Money by Pink Floyd? No. Blue Rondo a la Turk by the Dave Brubeck Quartet. Bob also suggested Take Five. He did, which is in 5-4, which is really hard to play It's for also me. It's also just such a... It really is. And I have a time signature on my calf. I have not one. You went with Common Time. I'm a drummer. Everything is almost Common Time. And rock, <laughs> rock and pop is all Common Time. And so who's rounding out this, uh, this Ear Buddy segment for us? Our buddy Chris... Brought us Weapon of Choice by Fat Boy Slim.
Oh, remember the days of Fat Boy Slim? Yeah, whatever happened to him? I don't know. I have no idea what happened to Fat Boy Slim. I just remember this was all over MTV and the radio and Christopher Walken's in the video and Fat Boy Slim was everywhere. Like him and Moby had this like moment together. Yep. Well, they didn't have anything together, but they had the same songs. Well, oh, right. We don't know that they didn't have a moment together. I mean, I could do some research and we can always make a conspiracy theory. I like that. Yeah. Just to get some string. I got some tacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we can definitely make some sort of crazy Fat Boy Slim Moby conspiracy theory. Yeah, that would be great. It'll, it'll look like, um, you know, like we're detectives, like we're detectives doing an investigation. Yeah. And I'm going to get a ruler. Not, we're not going to get fancy with any lasers. Not, not any of that. But I, I just got a new laser. No, no. We're using rulers or pointing sticks. Can I use a drumstick? Yes. Actually, what we can do is we can put the laser on the end of the drumstick. Uh, see, now you're speaking my language. Yes. There you go. Solved everything. <laughs> Thank you so much for your uh, your suggestion, Chris. So um, did we get any feedback? Uh, we did. We got a great email from Naomi. Uh, Amy, would you like to read the email? Sure. It says, hi, Amy and Jason. I hope all is well with you. I would love to suggest a show of songs that people want played at their own funerals. It's part music show and part end of life planning. And she gives a suggestion. We're going to hold it for next week. So shh. And signed, your friend in podcastry, Naomi L. Hilliard, dated May 25th, 2017. I declare I am of sound mind. Well, I'm glad you declared you're of sound mind. We didn't thank you to be differently. <laughs> well, no, this is her will and testament. This is song. Oh, duh. <laughs> so that went right over my head. <laughs> it's end of life planning. So if you put the song into our show, everybody in your family knows that it's got to be played at your funeral. Right. So we're we're choosing next week the number one song we want to be played at our memorial or funeral, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I also declare that I have to be thrown into the wind and then I need to fly directly back <laughs> into the faces of the people throwing me. Uh, that would be interesting. <laughs> but I, I can't choose Iron Butterfly for this next show. I already used them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your suggestion, Naomi. You've saved me from Iron Butterfly. <laughs> Well, Amy, let's not talk about what we don't like, but let's talk about what we love this week. You know what it is, Jason? Is it one of the greatest shows ever on TV that you've never seen until this week? Yes, it is. It's Friends. Friends, I'll be there for you. So I don't know where I was through most of the 90s. You were I, probably studying, actually. Yeah, that's probably what I was doing. But Friends is on Netflix. And I'm now on episode 10. I like how they really narrowed down their titling so far. Is it's always the one with the monkey or the one where Nana died twice or something like that. And that's just in the first ten episodes. So I don't know if they changed their naming convention, but it works no, out. I'm pretty sure they keep the naming the same way. Right. I think it's really obvious and it's really easy to tell which episode you're on. Jason, do you know the one with the monkey? Marcel? Yes. <laughs> See? Easy. And there's like 10 seasons or something like that. Oh, he, he appears in other episodes. Wait, he does? Spoiler, Jason! Gah! Ruined the show for me. <laughs> so does Ross, Rachel, Joey, Monica, Chandler. What? Yeah. Ross, they, Ross is going to last the first season? 
Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. Is Phoebe going to get a little more upbeat later? No. <laughs> okay. I love Phoebe. I thought she was like so, supposed to be like some weird hippie that was super happy, but it's dark. Uh, you find out why later. Um, you find out in the first season. Phoebe is my spirit animal. I wish I could be more like her. <laughs> she, you need more curlyish blonde hair. Sorry, Jason. I'm going to work on that. Okay. We'll get that solved by next week. How would you contact us on Twitter, Jason? You can talk to us about friends at ENEPod. If you want to tell me how I'm nothing like Ross, you can find me at the JV Guarantee. Or you can be me and say, J- Jason, you're not like Ross. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And if you think Amy's like Monica, you can find her at... Madam Woolite. Also, I'm watching, and I'm really concerned that I'm a lot like Monica. I don't think you're obsessive-compulsive like she is. Uh... You don't show it as much as she does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm seeing a lot of her things just in the first 10 episodes. Like the laying awake in bed, worried about the shoe placement. Mm-hmm. That's me. Yeah. Okay. I know where all of Dakota's shoes are right now. Where are they? In the way. Oh, <laughs> there they are. I know exactly where they are. And if you want to contribute to our weekly discussion over what songs we're going to be playing and what the theme is and bring your funeral songs to... Earbuds and Earworms podcast group on Facebook. Yeah, you can you can find playlists there. People post extra songs. Larry posted a song knowing that it wouldn't be on the rhythm show, but it's a great rhythm song. Yeah, he um he said it was going to make my head explode. I saw that it was. 13. It's over thirteen minutes. Yeah. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Larry. Thank you so much. So, if you want to email us, like Naomi, it gives you a chance at having the final song. We are at endpod at gmail.com. And we can always be found at endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. What's going on with our 10710 sister casts? So Little Red Bandwagon, it's also part of the 10710 network. They announced that they have a merchandise shop. And that episode came out just this past week, and they have just a few items, but they're going to be adding to it, and they would also like suggestions. So, also, if you want some earbuds and earworms merchandise, we're going to be working with them. We can get you that E&E t-shirt, or <laughs> trucker's cap, or bumper sticker. Or more flute t-shirt, hopefully. More flute. I would like a more flute t-shirt. <laughs> And if you want to leave us a voicemail, Chris, you've been silent and strange child that we don't know where you came from or where you've gone. You haven't left a voicemail lately. You can call us at 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. Please leave a voicemail and you can be a part of this quaint little podcast. And if you have some drumsticks to purchase or I don't know. Anything you need for pre-planning your funeral. Or or maybe you just want to knit. Or, yeah. I mean, you can't buy homespun yarn, but you can buy yarn and knitting needles at endpod.com slash Amazon. Gives us a few cents to go towards all of us. A few nickels trickle down to your favorite little podcast about friendship and music. It's podcast trickle down economics. It actually works. <laughs> <laughs> so, and- Amy... Tell us, tell us about the final song. 
Well, we're saving Naomi's for next week because that's going to be our theme. So Jason chose Colian's Snap Rhythm is a Dancer. Uh, 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 uh,
that's a different song. Wait, I'm still using you as a drum. <laughs>